Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich. Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. I know. <laughs> you really just cut that off right you away. You were trying to touch me. <laughs> oh, this is a show uh, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, come together once a week over a single topic, which we come up with many, many ideas, generally four, today, three. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, 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 we give them to you, mm-hmm. the listener, mm-hmm. to take with and do with what you will. But hopefully what you will is to make billions, if not trillions of dollars as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And then in return, when you've made all that fortune, all that wealth, you're sitting back on your barca lounger. Go, what am I going to do with all this money? I own the Cayman Islands. Uh-huh. I've lent all the money to America, and I still got scads more. What am I going to do with it? Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do with it. Now, I won't tell you what you're going to do with it. Noel's going to tell you what you're going to do with it. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do with it. After you're super rich, sitting on your barca lounger, you're going to sit there and say, hey, wait a minute, I didn't get here alone. This is not just my barca lounger. I owe part of this barca lounger to... Those who have come before me, namely Josh and Noel, who gave me the ideas from which I was able to purchase this Barca Lounger from. So you give us 10% of everything you've made. What if someone used the rationalization that they owned the Barca Lounger before they got rich? Wrong. All right, there no, you go. No, if, if you had it before, that's fine. We only want the money that you... <laughs> that's right. We don't want any of your Barca Loungers, what we're saying. No. We want cash. Yeah. We want some of your Park Ave lounges. That, oh, what? Yeah, Park oh, Ave. Instead of Barca, yeah. Park Ave. That's, Parka. Oof. All right, then. <laughs> oh, Noel, hey. you are giddy. You're yeah. positively giddy. Yeah. It's like a, uh, uh, I mean, we'll see how the show, as the show goes on. Okay. Whether you explode at me yet oh, again for three or four shows in a row now. What? But, you know, you seem lighter and happier today than you have in recent weeks. I am. Congratulations for that. Thank you. Um, have you been? I've been good. So, hey. Hey. About. About a year ago, I'm guessing, maybe a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, I told a story at the beginning of the show about I was walking home from here one night, mm-hmm. and there was uh, a great, uh, a, a larger older woman mm-hmm. uh, sitting in on the flimsy little seat of a walker, mm-hmm. uh, and basically a little tiny older woman was pushing her like it was a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lost control of it in the middle of the street, and it went rolling backwards towards the curb. I could see it wasn't going to make it. I tried to get there in time, did not make it. It hit. She went backwards and smacked her head, and it sounded like a coconut being rung. It seemed like you've changed the story a little bit, but okay. Uh, and then... <laughs> 
I not was even going to acknowledge that fact. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't recall you saying. I mean, again, this was you told the story a while ago. Uh-huh. The fact that I even remember this story yeah. is a testament to uh, how the nuts and bolts of it really affected me. Okay, but I don't recall you saying how you tried to run there and get there. I, I tried, and okay. I, I got my right. hands under her shoulders basically okay. as her head hit the oh, ground. Oh, okay, yeah, um, and. Uh, she didn't want any help up, mm-hmm. didn't want any help up. And there was another guy walking down the street and he, we're like, kind of like nonsense. We're helping you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally she's like, okay, okay. And we help her up, get the walker on the, uh, on the sidewalk. And then I noticed that she had, uh, pooped herself quite generously mm-hmm. um and then someone in my neighborhood i had i had told was uh-huh. like oh she hit her head she'll be dead probably by morning <laughs> and i was like no what are you why are you saying this to me uh well anyway on the way here tonight mm-hmm. uh right at that same corner uh-huh i saw the same woman sitting on her walker like it was a wheelchair uh-huh so obviously lessons well learned. <clears throat> and was someone pushing her again? No, she was just sitting there. Maybe this is her little thing. Maybe she gets her kicks <laughs> out of falling, hitting her head, shitting herself <laughs> while two young strapping guys, you know, and uh, you know, given your age, uh-huh. anyone that's younger than her is a young strapping guy. Yeah. Uh, given your age and looks. <laughs> um and like that's her kink. Like she's into shitting herself while being held up by two dudes. Maybe. That may be her kink. And, you know, playing the helpless victim. It's like, oh, I pooped myself. And if you had gone to her again, she would have done it again. But this time she would have asked you to help her change herself. <laughs> and then it would have gotten oh, really? dirty. It was, it was about to escalate. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. Um, so that's a great story. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm glad she's okay. I Yes. So I'm glad uh, that... The, that dude was wrong. Yeah, that all that came of it was a, a, an embarrassing bump on the head and even a more embarrassing. But she's still pile back on feces. the walker using well, it because, like a wheelchair. Because that's those walkers are designed for that. I mean, you no, know. No, no. They're designed for <coughs> I walkered up to the bus and there's not a bench and I'm going to sit here for yes. a minute while I'm waiting. That for is the bus. that is that is correct, but uh, this not is modes what of transportation. this is what I'm going to say. Okay. I'm willing to bet she's had more successful uh, movements, and I'm not talking of the bowel variety. Okay, movements around the city yeah. using the walker in the way that she does. This is her hack. Then she's had unsuccessful moments like she's had. Well, but and that's I'm a pretty also, unsuccessful. I'm one. also more inclined to believe that she, yeah, has rationalized this by in her mind blaming the woman that was pushing oh, her. I hope not. That this woman was about. 80 pounds who was pushing this woman that was like 300 pounds regardless she is i guarantee you she has rationalized it in her head that that whole thing happened because the woman that was pushing her screwed it up somehow <sighs> because when she does it herself where she sort of drags herself along with her foot it never happens uh, maybe maybe you know and that's what i'm, I'm guaranteeing you is this is the situation but, you know, we all have to rationalize everything. And anytime something embarrassing happened, we can't chalk it up to, it was my fault. We got to blame someone else. Yeah. And that's an interesting story you told, Noel. Yeah. That I managed to pull around yet again because I'm great.
and it ties into our topic today. It does. Because today's topic is... Today's topic is rationalizations, how to get rich with them, you might as well, before they go bad. There are several definitions of rationalization, which I did not know. There are. Anyway. No, there's the psychological rationalization. Yes. There's uh, behavioral ethics rationalization, which is really along the lines of psychological rationalization. Yeah. There's uh, sociological rationalization, yes. which is a completely different thing. Uh-huh. There's economic rationalization, which I didn't even have time to go into. Okay. Because economics just makes my head spin. Sure. Um, and those were, the, those were the four big ones that I saw. Did you see others? No. I... I d- Honestly, I didn't look too closely at the definition of rationalization. I've got a little bit at the beginning about that, but uh-huh. I knew what it meant, so I didn't go too far into that. Well, but it's different depending on which 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 one you're doing. I I'm mean, doing that's the thing. No, I'm just Saturday saying that that's that's I'm just saying it's like I had no idea yeah. there were these multiple classifications of rationalization. Yeah. You know. But anyway, no. Anyway, guys, Getting rationalization. Rich with it. How are we going to do it? I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Maybe you should do that uh, in the other way, and you'll get a, a, a wider page and be able to read it better. No. I My, my iPad. Uh, I'm, I'm in midst of moving right now. Moving. Uh, and Or packing, I should say. Yeah. So my life is a nightmare. Um, and That has nothing to do with moving and packing. <laughs> it's, <clears throat> it's just moving and packing. Uh-huh, um, sure. It's just being Noel Denise. And being me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I forgot to charge my iPad. It's older and it needs a constant charge. Well, not constant, but how it- old is it? It's a mini, right? What's that make it? Three years old? No, it's older than that. It's probably four and a half, five years old. Is that when the minis came out? The one year the minis were out there? It was actually the second mini that came out. So maybe a year after, or maybe it was, uh, a half a year after mm-hmm. it, whatever it was, it was like the <clears throat> round two of them. I didn't even realize it made it to, to round two. I thought it was just round one. Oh, there were several rounds. Really? Yeah, there's been a couple since. Uh, they haven't come out with a new one in a long time, but they're going to come out with a new one soon. Oh, they are? Yeah, so I'll get. hopefully I'll be able to get one that Is has... Is it going to be like folding, like the new Samsung folding phone? No, but it also won't be $2,000. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing. <laughs> well, the iPhone ten, the the most expensive iPhone ten is what, 1300 or 1400 I think if you get the X, the big one, and at like whatever, a terabyte or whatever it is, right? They're they're really pushing it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are getting they into. Uh, let's grab uh, torches and pitchfork zone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, anyway, guys, rationalization, right? So rationalization, I, there is a quick little def for you. Uh, rationalization is defense mechanism in which. Controversial behaviors and feelings or feelings are justified and explained in a seemingly rational or logical manner to avoid the true explanation and are made consciously tolerable or even admirable and superior by plausible means. Rationalization encourages irrational or unacceptable behavior, motives, or feelings and often involves ad hoc hypothesizing. The DMS definition is rationalization occurs when the individual deals with emotional conflict or internal or external stressors by concealing the true motivations for his or her own thoughts, actions, or feelings through the elaboration 
of reassuring or self-serving but incorrect explanations. DMS? Pardon? What's the DMS? I think that's the thing where they classify mental illnesses and things. Oh, okay. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, and there is, there's collective rationalizations, regularly constructed for acts of aggression, based on exaltation of the in-group and demonization of the opposite side, right? So we are very familiar with this throughout history, right? Hitler used this to a great effects against the Jews, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what, what were those papers called, the fake papers? I don't remember. About how the 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 Council of Jews are yeah, ruling the, the world, design design papers or something yeah, like that. Something I don't remember, like that. But yes, it turned uh, out they were completely fake. But they were used. Uh, they're used by every anti-Semitic uh, group as a uh, a reason yeah. for the Jews. Yeah, uh, vilifying the Jews. Yeah. So basically, it's not. We're doing something bad to them. It's, you know, we're saving you from these monsters. Right. Salem witch trials burned 20 women to death to protect us from evil. Well, I mean, that's just protecting us from the evil of women. Wow. Hashtag not Josh, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, so I thought, what if we go, could go back in time and correct the false logic that was used in these rationalizations, right? And I thought about our episode, I think it was the time travel episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where we came up with a scheme to kill baby Hitler, and we'd always, since everyone wants to do it, we'd go back a fraction of a second, so you do it first, right? half a second later... The next person who pays us goes and mm-hmm. does it. A half a second earlier, another person does it. So you just keep going back in time till mm-hmm. baby Hitler is not even born. Uh, and in that scheme, we discussed how this technology uh, appears to be imminent, if not already held by some. Oh, my. And I sat, I started thinking about the whole baby Hitler thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't even mention time travel to someone without someone being like, well, if you could go back in time, would you kill baby Hitler? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost become a litmus test amongst people. Who's on the kill baby Hitler side? Who's not? You know, who's going to go and just have a good time with their time travel <laughs> uh-huh. as opposed to killing baby Hitler? Well, you could kill baby Hitler and also have a good time with your time travel. I think it's always as if you only get one time oh, travel, okay. right? But Well, why start with baby Hitler? Why not go back further in time and kill uh, baby Hitler's father? Well, and, and this is kind of uh, where I'm going with this, uh-huh. right? Because it's a false question you're being put to. Uh, if you really want to stop Hitler, why not go back in time and give Hitler's dad a vasectomy in his sleep? Yeah, there you right? go. Why well, not? That's a little hard to do. Not with with drugs. Okay. Why not? So he's uh, not asleep then. 
whatever. It's okay. better than killing a baby. Uh-huh. Uh, why not go back in time and slip some Plan B into Hitler's mom's food when she's conceived? Yeah, there you go. Right? That's a good one. Nobody gets hurt there. She gets nope. a little upset stomach for a day. Yep. Uh, why always with the baby killing? Yep. What's going on, right? Maybe all the people preaching about wanting to save the world from evil really just want to kill babies and are rationalizing. <laughs> right? Why Why are they so crazed uh-huh. about kill baby Hitler, yeah. kill baby Hitler, not even kill toddler Hitler? Yep. There's yep. no one no one saying, I'd go back and kill teen Hitler. Well, I, or uh, even young adult Hitler before no he was surrounded Hitler. by, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I feel you have more cause to kill young adult Hitler. Yeah. Because at that point, he's at least formed the ideas yeah. that make him a horrible person. Yeah. But baby Hitler's just a baby. Anything could go. Why not go, you know, why be the, not be a positive go, influence even, in his life? Why not go back yeah. and buy Hitler's paintings? Give yeah. him some good reviews. Yeah. And then he continues with his painting career and forgets about the rest of it. Yeah. Same with Castro. Don't kill Castro. Go back and sign him to your baseball team. Yeah. As a pitcher. No Castro in Cuba. Yeah. Put Charles Manson on a band. Yeah. On the Beach Boys. That's right. Exactly. Right? Uh, And after I realized that these people really just want to kill babies, uh, my mind was blown for a moment, right? Uh Uh, Where else could we use this fact? Mm -hmm. Well, let's go back to what the other example I gave. What about Salem? What about those witch trials? What about Mm -hmm. those 20 women who were burned because they were witches which probably meant they didn't want to be owned by a man. Yeah. Why Why burn them when you can just shoot them? No, 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 no. Oh, no? No. no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you, you can have your own time travel thing. Uh, w- w- we could recruit people, and they would pay to go back and save these women from being, a, being burnt, right? Only uh-huh. a monster would allow that to happen especially nowadays with the whole you know me too movement though the, sure. the, you know women rights are really coming to the forefront they are uh and i think with a little push you could get this to be the new litmus test a la would you kill baby hitler right because what's the best way to save a burning woman uh throw water on her pee pee on them why is that the best way to save? Why them? is killing baby Hitler the best way to do it? You just got to come up with a solution. <laughs> you got to promote it. Oh, I see. And okay. people will jump on it. And a certain brand of person will want to pee will on women. Really like yeah. this idea. Yeah, of course they and will. And they'll be like, "Yes, I am for women's rights. I am going to go back in time and I am going to save these persecuted women by peeing on them." Uh-huh. Won't you? Are you a bad person? <laughs> you won't pee on them, right? So these people will be self-righteous about their desire uh-huh. to pee on these witches. Um, and you might say, great, but, you know, you had this show a while ago, and there still is no time travel as far as we know. Uh-huh. Uh, how long are we supposed to wait? The show's called Get Rich Quick, right? Mm-hmm. So no problem. Time travel is coming soon. It is imminent. So what you're going to do is you're going to have an institute that trains the units that will go back in time to save them. So people will show up weekly, more if they really want, and pay you 
to be trained in the witch-saving technique of uh, peeing on women tied to a stake uh, so that when time travel comes, they'll be fully tra- they'll be like a ninja at it. So people are coming back in time to train you. No, no. No. While we're waiting for the time travel thing uh-huh. to really kick into full gear, we're training the people that want to go oh, back. Oh, okay. And the, right. how they train is every day, every week. We could even set up like a dungeon uh-huh. um, where they go in and they pee on people. Uh-huh. Uh, if if <laughs> they they're scared urinating on of people. being seen and messing up the, the time. Right. The, Passing the, as 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 whatever that time period is that, or I'm just know, saying, if, speaking if the English if the right way, that no, they're just going to show up. They're going to pee on women, uh-huh. um, and they are if they're scared of messing up the thread of time by being seen and then <laughs> recognized as a time traveler, and that somehow changes the course of history and stops them from being existing. Right, they could probably wear like a leather mask. Uh, so they'll show up uh-huh. weekly for training uh-huh. where they wear lo- leather masks. Uh-huh. Uh, they pee on people. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe, you know, they can take turns and get peed on themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so they get the full witch experience. Right, right. Um, and yeah, and I think people pay a lot of money for this training. <laughs> <laughs> and there's other things in history you could go through. Uh-huh. Um, I actually was at work trying to, my first idea was like, there had to be a saint somewhere that was killed by having their feet burned. <laughs> because my idea was like, have them pee on someone's feet. Uh-huh. Because yeah. I'm sure that you'd get a real niche clientele there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I couldn't find it, but I was at work trying to Google, uh, killed by burning feet. Uh-huh. I mean, there's got to be a million things. There's got to be something that your poop will help as well. There's got to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, pick your kink. Yeah, pick your kink. Pick your kink. Find a righteous reason why uh-huh. that is needed, uh-huh. and uh, and people will line up. I mean, I feel like that's what most torture mm-hmm. uh, uh, that the Catholic Church was involved in was basically based on that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, yeah they got into some weird zones. Uh huh. Uh huh. They had uh, uh, I don't remember where I read this, but there was like, or maybe there were pictures of like drawings of some torture device that, Mm -hmm. that are, that are kept in the uh, Vatican libraries of like one thing that was called the pear and would go up a woman's vagina and then they would pull on it and it would expand with spikes in their vaginas. What? Why are we talking about this? Well, because we were just talking about torture in the Catholic church. You know, they used to torture people to make them uh, 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 give up their God, whatever that wasn't their God, to force them, if you were a Muslim or a Jew, pretty violent, horrible things they did to people, Yeah, believe it or not. Right, what do you oh, boy. You just soured my whole thing. You're Catholic. I was raised. Yeah. I wouldn't so call myself. You should be into that. <laughs> Dude. That should be your thing, man. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, so you gave that nice uh, 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 preamble uh, definition yeah. of, uh, of, of rationalization. That's correct. And uh, the first thing I sort of looked at or that caught my eye was this idea of uh, behavioral rationalization, which is essentially another version of the same thing is when confronted with ethical dilemma, 
people will rationalize for not living up to any sort of ethical standards. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a, a professor named Nick Lennon, who is a professor of behavioral ethics, um, and he gives off seven uh, uh, main rationalizations of non-ethical behavior. So, and 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 he had done this at a uh, a talk specifically about the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. But you know, because the idea is is that you know, what happens when good people do nothing, mm-hmm. right? Things like the Holocaust happen, right? And so the list is. One is denial of injury, yeah. which is thinking that no one is really going to be harmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, denial of responsibility, believing that one has uh, no choice in carrying out an action and is therefore not responsible. The classic, hey man, I'm just doing my job, yeah. is a perfect example of that. Um, <clears throat> uh, the denial of victim, which is believing those harmed are terrible people and get what they deserve, mm-hmm. which we deal with all the time in this country, anytime we hear a story about a, 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 a young person going to jail for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you immediately can't believe that anyone could do something like that, and there, there are no extenuating cir- circumstances, either good or bad. Yeah. Right? Um, then there's social comparison, which is where com- people, people will compare the actions that they've done mm-hmm. that maybe are ethically dubious uh, uh, uh to actions of others who've done something worse. Okay. Right? Which I think is pretty clear. You've done that all the time. You do that with me all the time. Well, at least say, I'm not a murderer. <laughs> right. Or you do something like, I did this shitty thing, but at least I didn't do what Josh did. Oh, that's true. You do that all the time. That's true. You're um, a good person to have around for that reason. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, um, then there's legality in which someone will justify their poor behavior in that it's not against the law. Mm-hmm. Right, which I think uh, we have our dear president does that all the time. Yeah. Right, just keeps his fingerprints off of it, and it's I've done nothing wrong, even yeah. though class eth- ethically he's just. We're gonna get him. I will see. My big fear with this whole Mueller thing uh-huh. is that <clears throat> you know, because this is a thing. If a federal investigation mm-hmm. by the Justice Department of any kind does not actually uh, show any possibility of legal action, yeah. meaning that it could be the most ethically disgusting thing in the world, but if no actual laws have been broken, yeah. generally, the standard operating procedure is they do not release. Uh, no, that's not what's going to happen. The House has guaranteed that's not going to happen because you don't have to be impeached on breaking the law. Well, but impeachment doesn't impeachment is just censor censorship. It it's, can be. It's not you, it, it generally that's what impeachment is. And then any unless there's a legal something legal where you're going to actually kick them off. Mm-hmm. Uh it doesn't necessarily mean anything. That's I mean there've been happen. two impeachments so far yeah. in this country of presidents. You know, uh uh Clinton, yeah, who just took the censure, censure. and everyone yeah. forgot about it and and uh, uh, Nixon, who quit. Yeah. Well, he didn't know? get impeached. He quit before. Right. He quit before the impeachment. Yeah. Um. Uh. <coughs> but my concern is, is there that you know he's very good at not getting his fingerprints on it. I mean, it's very clear. Yeah. That he knew all about this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That he directed people to a certain degree. Yeah. People knew what was expected of them. Yeah. yeah. 
but you know he doesn't he didn't touch the money he didn't talk to the people you know etc cetera, etc cetera. you know and and you know yes i the reasoning in my mind is you surround yourself with scumbags who mm-hmm. work for you then they're doing your bidding they're doing what they expect the boss wants them to do yeah. but you know if there is no legal action against him or potential that he's at, that he himself has actually broken the law, mm-hmm. this may never get released, and we won't see the kind of sleazy, shitty stuff that he's done. That's my concern. All right, I I, I see your concern. I'll I'll let you get back on track and just end with. I think we're gonna see it. All right, we'll see, we'll see. Anyway, anyway. Um, so uh, uh not against the law. Um, and uh, also. Uh, justifying poor behavior with earned credit for times when they've done good things or they argue that any behavior which violates a core value or principle is for a higher cause, Yep. which we see all the time. In fact, I think a good example is the evangelical Christian support for Donald Trump. Yeah. Right? That's a lot of stuff there, and it's a lot of beautiful gray area. (laughs) But this is the problem, right? You have a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I may qualify as that, despite my big talk. Okay. I have a hard time doing anything that I find ethically challenged. Okay. I sure. have a hard time rationalizing my bad behavior. Okay. I generally will do something, and if I get away with it, I feel pretty shitty about it if I do something that's wrong. Okay. And then I beat myself up over it. So this is what you're going to do. Okay. You're going to create, not you, I mean, you can if you want. Okay. But you out there. You're going to create an app called the Rational Appization. And what it's going to do, it's going to give, an enti- based on these seven things, yeah. give people, decent people, a list of rationalizations that they can basically repeat to themselves as mantras mm-hmm. to convince themselves that whatever they did that really is gnawing at them ethically was okay to do. You know, really ethically challenged people can just sit there and immediately come up with the rationalizations one after another. Mm -hmm. People who aren't completely ethically challenged yet have a hard time with it. And I think there's a lot of people out there like that. I think kids especially are going to use this app. And you're going to charge whatever, $10, but you're going to sell this around the world. Yeah. And it's just going to be... And eventually what happens is, is these rationalizations become the mantras. Right, these become the things that people live by, and they then what happens is your app is no longer just an app, no just longer just a useful tool, Mm -hmm. but it's a moral compass, not unlike one might say the Bible. Okay, and then when you have billions of people Uh downloading your app, looking for it as the moral compass, yeah, that's when the real money starts rolling. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that's when you start touching their kids. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're going to have to come up with some serious rationalizations for that. Well, that would have been a huge yeah, rationalization. That would have been. Okay. But there you go. Yeah, you can start touching their kids. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, if you want to say, Josh, you deserve some monies <laughs> for that fantastic idea, you can. You want to know how? You can go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh. Noel show page on radiofreebrooklyn.com. 
<laughs> org? I think it's org. Yeah, it's both, actually. It is actually both. Is this both? Uh, and you can hit the sponsor if button. If you dot say so. Yeah. <laughs> Want to tousle your hair today. Uh, <laughs> pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Ready Free Brooklyn. You get to feel good about yourself. Um if you don't want to give Josh any money, if you only want to give Radio Free Brooklyn money, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount, one time or reoccurring. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Not a red penny goes to Josh or myself. You get to feel good about yourself. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 charitable organization. And you get to know you're supporting things like their... Uh, after-school teen program where they're currently for free. You can send your teens. Uh, I think it's a two- or three-month program where they get taught how to podcast, how to do radio, how to interview, media literacy. It's a great program. Uh, fresh off the ground, and it's going to go strong. And once again, it's free to your kids. Um, If you want to support us without reaching into your pocket, you can. You can sign up for the newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn, and find out what a uh, great what's name. going on in the Radio Free Brooklyn world. I named it. <sighs> Did you get a raise for that? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I went from <laughs> nothing to nothing plus. Uh, so now I'm making nothing plus. Uh, you want to support us other ways? You got a phone. You can download the app, Android or iPhone. You can get the app, Radio Free Brooklyn app. Listen, look at all our shows. We've got the schedule. You can get the backlogs of all shows on there, too. So all our the, past shows. The three years of our past shows you can get on the Radio Free Brooklyn app? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can listen to the live stream of the station, or you can go into the shows themselves and go through their history. That's great, guys. You can go and listen from show one. Yeah. To show now. To show 183 this is, I believe. Is that what we're up to? Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Play them all in a row and just When go do we stop doing it? Bananas. What is, what is the one where we're going to be like we're out of ideas? <laughs> out of ideas? 184, 185? <laughs> it might be this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. Uh, you know, let's, I'm going to put in a little... Uh, other public service announcement right in the middle here. Okay. Uh, next week, Josh has jury duty. I do. And I am moving, so uh, we are going to have a, a rerun next week. Okay. Have you decided which one it's going to be? No, I haven't. Well, guys, It if... could be moving. I'm oh, that I'm, would I'm be a good one. I'm actually using Sven to move. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should play moving. Yeah. But, you know, since we're doing this a uh, uh, little bit out... If you guys have an episode that you'd like to hear again. Get in touch. Get in touch. Yeah. You know, if no one gets in touch with us or we don't get any reasonable amount, like, you know, f at least five or six people yeah. uh, throwing their, their ideas for a show that they'd like us to uh, uh, replay, we're going to replay moving. Yeah. Sound like a plan? That sounds like a great plan. All right. Uh, so, guys, we appreciate the fact that you listen to our blurb so much. That we throw in another way for you to get even more rich that has nothing to do with the topic. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Mr. Josh, please take it away. Uh, 
The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. A man has baffled doctors by injecting himself with his own semen in a bizarre attempt to try and cure his back pain. The 33-year-old, who was admitted to a hospital in Dublin, had been injecting himself with his own ejaculate for a year and a half before medics found out. When he visited the doctor complaining of severe pain in his lower back, they noticed a red rash and swelling in his forearm. His right arm had become infected with cellulitis as a result of the bizarre habit, which the medical report described as dangerous. He had devised this cure independent of any medical advice, Dr. Lisa Dune wrote in a case report in the Irish Medical Journal. So, you're like, Josh, why are you playing this as a tip of the week? This weird robot. Yeah, well, that was the only thing I could find about it that yeah, yeah. was actually had a, a, a voice okay. to it. Um, but so, just to recap, 33-year-old guy in Ireland was having severe back pain, yeah. was injecting himself with his own semen mm-hmm. into his arm. It sounds like a pretty solid for idea. For a year and a half, yeah. uh, I think once a month or once every couple of weeks. They're pretty much stem cells. Showed up at the hospital because of the back pain. Okay. And they noticed his arm was swollen and infected, mm-hmm. and that's when they found out. He had come up with this all on his own. Uh yeah. So this is the thing. So this is what this tells me. Okay. This is how we're digging into this. All right. People are stupid. Okay. And you can basically, if someone can come up with this on their own, first off, what he was doing shooting it into his arm, Yeah. I don't understand. He obviously should have been shooting it directly into his back. Yeah. I mean, that's number one. Mistake number one. But basically, and this sort of ties into your thing with freaks doing stuff that they can rationalize as as being helpful. I think every episode that we've ever had really comes down to rationalization. <laughs> to freaks rationalizing yeah. something. But you, if you just put out a health blog that talks about the quality purposes of injecting semen into parts of your body, into joints for aches and pains, I mean, look, everyone over the age of 35 uh-huh. has some sort of back, shoulder, elbow, knee, foot thing going on. Yeah. It's it's joint pain, joint pain, joint pain. With the mm-hmm. way these kids work out today, this is a great way for you to collect your jism, right, that you probably are doing at least a little bit, a, a shot's worth every day. Every day. And get people to pay you to inject it into their bodies. Yeah. And not having to worry about having children all over the place. (laughs) Which is, you know, uh, which is always a thing, you know, for the people who like to uh, donate their sperm Mm -hmm. and people use it to have babies. And they're surprised when they have, you know, 300 kids around the world. Yeah. I know someone, I don't know if I've told this on the show before, but, but we have a friend. Okay. Who has two boys from artificial insemination. Okay. And, uh, uh. When she she had tried artificial, she's a single mother. She tried artificial insemination the first time, uh, 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 several times, and none of them took. And uh-huh. the 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 doctors were like, "Okay, we got to give you the super sperm." Yeah. And she was like, "The super sperm," and she's like, "This guy, no matter how difficult the time women get pregnant, this guy's sperm gets women pregnant." Really. And sure enough, she got pregnant, and wow. so she used it for the second child as well. She found out there is a group. Oh, is this the guy? Of no, 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 no. This is not. But she found that this is apparently a thing with with sperm donor babies. Uh huh. They are, there is a group 
where she has basically had get-togethers with her kids and all of their half-siblings. Yeah. And in her group, there's 24 kids. Okay. And that doesn't include the kids who, you know, uh, uh, the parents don't want to know about it. Yeah. So this guy's got a lot of kids flying around out there. Yeah. That, you know, and at some point that's going to come back to hit him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't believe it's not. I, did I tell you about, I actually have a friend who who donated a bunch of sperm, and now he's suddenly got daughters, like 20-some-odd-year-old kids showing up at his door. Really? Yeah. And he's excited about it because this was apparently his master plan. Oh, really? Yes, was to have children, you know, show up to him when he w- when they were in his twenties, and then he would create an army of of. Uh, he's a little nuts. Okay, but yeah. So anyway, there you go, guys. Anyway, guys, uh, rationalization. Make it long, Noel, because I got nothing else. <laughs> uh, so I was l- looking up stories directly related to rationalization mm-hmm. it gave me results that were a little too on the nose right mm-hmm. and the last thing i wanted was to end up like last week where josh and i had the exact same scheme which i, I meant to tell you i forgot i don't know where i saw it but i saw a meme mm-hmm. or not a meme it was like a tweet or something like that that was like 1950s kids snuck out and got booze 1970s kids snuck out and start did, did drugs. 20 whatevers kids snuck out and got vaccinations. Okay, which is essentially what our sue him root was. Sue that meme maker. Yeah, we should 10. percent Yep. Uh, Fuck Jerry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't care if it's so obvious that we both came up uh-huh. with the same idea. I know you <laughs> seem to think that it was such not an obvious idea. I don't think it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't want to end up like that. Uh, so instead of looking up rationalization itself, I started looking up the strangest stuff I could find and seeing if I could find, if I could basically rationalize using rationalization in the story. <laughs> basically, right? It wasn't the quickest way to do research, but it was for the good of the show. Uh I'm packing. There's a lot of uh, potential procrastination uh-huh. going on, right? And rationalization yeah. of that procrastination. Uh, so one one story about was transracial couple believes their baby will be born black, and it's these two people in Germany that are that think they're oh, black, the, okay, and are getting pigment injections to become Ooh. black, and the woman is pregnant, and they're both convinced the baby's going to be black like they are. That's like, what's her name? Yeah, 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 yeah. What a really, in no matter what your opinion is about the whole thing, it's really interesting. <laughs> it is. Did you see the documentary about her? I did, yes. It was interesting. Yeah. It was very interesting. Um, uh, what else did I find? I found story. Th- these are all from the last few days, mm-hmm. too. A uh, man goes to dog park covered in peanut butter. Yes, I heard about that. <laughs> I read man that. Lost a bet, covered himself in peanut butter, went to the dog park, and uh, got arrested <laughs> for the dogs licking him off. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to make that work for rationalization, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, same well, with same with same with the the transracial couple. I couldn't quite 
put I don't it, feel like I don't think was he fully naked? I the don't, guy, you, I don't uh, think no. so. I think I mean yes, he had it all over his body. Yeah. But I don't think he had it on his wiener or anything like that. It wasn't like dog sex stuff. Who knows? It was just like a stupid bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I thought maybe I'm getting somewhere with this story, which is first human Mars mission may need onboard comedians. <laughs> <laughs> It's a story about how they're saying that basically it's going to be so long and lonely mm-hmm. that they're going to need comedians. And I'm like, is it just a way to kill comedians? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that one was a little closer. Probably the closest one I found to use was called uh, MP resigns after stealing sandwich claims it was a social experiment. <laughs> uh Lots of other stories I looked at. Crazy, nutty stories. Nothing really hitting the mark. But let me tell you something. I was having a blast looking them all up. Mm -hmm. I wasn't packing. I was looking up crazy stories on the internet for the show, doing research. Mm -hmm. And it occurred to me, what if others out there could enjoy themselves as much as as I was doing research. How could you do this? How could you allow this to happen, right? Well, take one part Kickstarter, add a scoop of SETI. A scoop? What? Oh, SETI, yeah, yeah. Right? Give it a little bit of reverse fiver action. Reverse fiver? Yeah. So what do you get? You get people, an army of people, that are going to pay five bucks a month, mm-hmm. like Fiverr, uh-huh. to help research scientific experiments like SETI, of which anyone can put up and propose like Kickstarter. So people are paying you to do research for other people's oh, scientific experiments. Okay. Right? And... Like the time travel, they could be made for ways that uh, are maybe self-serving. Uh-huh. I mean, that happens all the time now, right? You could be like, you know, why, son, why did you, why were you looking at these pee on burning feet videos? And you'd be like, I was helping research a scientific study. Uh-huh. Duh. <laughs> you could be like... Whatever it is that you want to watch, uh, someone could design a study that needs people to watch that. Mm -hmm. They would pay you $5 for the pleasure Mm -hmm. of contributing to science and, like me, having a blast researching rationalization. They would have a blast of whatever type they choose in researching their Whatever. So it's not really a, a, a way to make money off of rationalization. Yeah, because they're all giving you five bucks. It's just, it's, well, only if you're researching rationalization. No. No, you're having the site where people pay to be part of these scientific studies. Other people put the studies up, they propose studies, mm-hmm. and then people sign up to do the research for them. Right. Everyone involved gives you five bucks a month. 
So it's like Kickstarter. Right. But no, I get the it. People who put up the, the Kickstarter. My question is, what's the rationalization about that? It's just inspired by your no, s- studying not. of rationalization. They are helping research whatever it is, but really they're just signing up for oh, things that, that justify they them. To burn time on the internet or on whatever. whatever way they like. You like Japanese you. anime? Find a, a study that needs people to to. <coughs> I get it. Watch I get what a the lot of anime is now. I got it. But at some point, yeah. you know. Right. Okay. At so when their what? mom goes, when their mom goes, you got to stop watching all that anime. It's science. It's science, mom. I'm doing yeah. research. If if you get uh you know big enough, you can get some sort of a credit creditation behind this, uh-huh. and people can start putting these credits. That they're earning towards things. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I like it. Good idea. Well, now we got 10 minutes to kill. We got 10 minutes to kill, So what I will tell you is I was sort of, and and maybe I got too stuck in the head of it. Okay. But I got down the sort of rabbit hole, because like I said, I I had seen that there were all these other definitions of rationalization in Mm -hmm. different... I suddenly can't remember the word I'm looking for. I guess different academic uh, uh, arms. Okay. Um, Wings. Not it was, that wasn't even it. But anyway. Takes. Uh, uh, no. But anyway. Okay. Uh, in sociology. Yeah. Uh, uh, rationalization is the uh, replacement of traditions, values, and emotions as motivators for behavior in society with concepts based on rationality and reason. Okay, And bureaucracy is the big example of what that is, Mm -hmm. where there's a hierarchy that's set in stone. You follow a a set of rules. Everyone knows exactly what it is they have to do, and it doesn't allow for human interaction, per se. Mm -hmm. It doesn't allow for human emotion. It doesn't allow for learned value systems, as would happen in a culture regularly. And this was... uh, A uh, 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 concept that was brought up by an early sociologist named Weber. Yeah, and he died Max in the nineteen twenty. Yes, and he died in the nineteen twenties. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. And and uh, someone sort of built on it with this idea of what they called the McDonaldization mm-hmm. of the world. Um, and uh, they were talking about how essentially, you know, the idea that you have some place like McDonald's mm-hmm. where everything is exactly the same. You follow the exact same patterns for everything, um, you know. And the opposite, what ends up happening from all this ir- from all this rationalization, is unexpected consequences or unpredicted consequences, uh, which are called irrationalizations. Okay. So an example they use for McDonald's is is. Uh, because of the need for consistency and the level of quality they have, which is not very good, uh, an irrational uh, result has been poor farming practices, mm-hmm. right? Uh, extraordinary amounts of garbage, of waste, mm-hmm. uh, loss of labor, uh, people losing jobs essentially because of the process that they do basically is set up to have the customer do a lot of work that other people used to do, uh-huh. such as the example they like to give is throwing out their own trash, going to get their own food, uh, 
the idea of fast food not being as fast as one thinks it is because of the big business that it is, the lines can be extremely long. Mm-hmm. So these are just some examples of, of the irrational uh, uh, results from rationalization. And then I was sort of trying to think of like, well, how can we work that into something? And especially now as we're moving into this point where like another example of rationalization is the loss of jobs due to uh, mechanized f- mm-hmm. due to robots. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a huge thing. Right. Yeah. And people are going to sort of be left sort of without anything to do. Yeah. Right. And a big part of the of the idea in sociology uh, or at least behind this. And the problems with rationalization is it doesn't allow people to think and be themselves. Um, you know, so but I had a hard time trying to think of of ways that you you could make money of that that haven't already been thought of. Yeah. You know, we we figured out how to make money certainly off of the rationalization part. So then I was thinking, well, maybe something to do with the irrationalization. Yeah. Right. But people are already sort of doing that with the bigger one. Yeah. Well, I I'll say this as a sociology major. Uh, the one aspect of this I think you're that if you focus on would probably lead you to something quicker is in sociology, mm-hmm. almost everything has a Marxist, feminist, or in some something like that perspective it's it's going through, right? Currently. So it's in sociology. In yeah. general. Racist, Marxist, uh-huh. feminist is basically the 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 views that everything's put through, mm-hmm. um, and the like the the taking away jobs would be through a Marxist perspective, mm-hmm. uh, or it could be, you know, the it, the institutionalism of racism mm-hmm. uh, is uh, how it basically how people on top keep the structure with the changing without having to impose the morals mm-hmm. right um so i don't know that 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 i think would help so if you wanted to look at all these people who are going to become emplo- unemployed right. uh yeah you'd have to come up with something to structurally ease that right uh I don't know exactly what it is. Soma. (laughs) (laughs) We want to go all Brave New World about it. Yeah. Uh, Soma. Yeah. Okay. So there you go, guys. Soma. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that was the sort of of move that I was going down. Yeah. Um, I was also sort of thinking like, you know, well... It seems clear to me that, you know, this these these major backlashes that we're currently having over culture in this country is clearly uh, or it seems clear to me that it is rooted in this in this idea of uh, uh, rationalization. Right. Mm -hmm. People are feeling so. Oh, right now. Sort of uh, 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 feeling like they're such a cog in a machine. Yeah. That they're that they're fighting back to preserve their culture, to preserve their. Yeah whatever their values and way of life are. And like the whole argument too of like <laughs> don't take down the the Dixie flag right. because that's our culture. Like, right. No, it's exactly. not. <laughs> no, it's Absolutely. not. Absolutely. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. But this is the you know, that's sort of the rationale that they're using, right? Yeah. And so that's the other thing. It's sort of like, well, 
while I get what that is being said here about rationalization, yeah. when you're dealing with, say, sort of a country as huge as this one is, yeah. right, that says diverse, yeah. how do you sort of bring everyone together without some sort of rationalization? Well, sure. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, but anyway, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, couldn't come up with anything on it. I think I just like got too caught up and like I was interested in it and I was reading about it and yeah. I was just like, all right, how am I going to do this? And then suddenly it was late. You needed to come up with a scheme I did, which was, oh, great, getting distracted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and looking up what you want to look up. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody out there, everywhere you are, coast to coast. Ocean to ocean, continent to continent, wherever you are listening to us, you can reach out and touch us in a very simple way. You can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can get us at Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can subscribe, you can rate, you can review. Please do. Please do. If you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you. Tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Tune in early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around a little late. Listen to Sit with Gianluca. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this live and you had to listen to that, I'm sorry. But we got to tell the peeps. Tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Come on. You guys, right now, you got a lot of money in your pocket. You got to do something with that money. What are you going to do? Josh scours the internet to find out, tell you. Let them know, Josh, right now. Send that money! <laughs> there is a doll out there that costs $5 million. The Madame Alexander Eloise has nine carats of diamonds and is handmade by the doll designer, Madame Alexander. The expensive dolls were made in a number of five and they wear Christian Dior clothes, Oscar de la Renta fur, and Catherine Bauman accessories decorated with Swarovski crystals. So there you go. $5 million for a doll. Yeah. Or, 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 yeah. There's a uh, private island off the coast of Fiji that's selling for $4.5 million. There you go. Take your pick, guys. Get both. Get rich enough, get both. Yeah. Get an island off Fiji for your doll. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, could you imagine? Then just have this doll sitting on this island, and it's Dior that's and right. Swarovski and, go- and diamonds. That's right. How do you know our ideas are good enough for you to risk your heart and mo- earn money? Uh, it's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick. We got time for one. All right. There's no escaping risk, Noel. No, there isn't. There's no escape. Oh, what time is I got to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Noel, clearly you were right. So once again, we're getting rich. Yes. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day.